Welcome to Book Bistro, where book enthusiasts come to chat about the books they love. Today is Wednesday, September 26, 2018, and we are here to chat with you about the most anticipated October books. I'm Shannon, and with me are Jen, Stacy, and Sarah. And we are very, very excited because there are so many great things. So good evening. Hello. Good Hello. evening. I love fall books. It seems like there are certain seasons that have such great book releases. And fall, for some reason, has like some of the best that I've seen in a while. Three of were... my four books are released on October 30th. I just like, I can't, I'm dying. I want it to run and get here. October 30th is a, a huge, huge day. Yeah. The second is also I have a like huge book at least day. one on the second, I think. I have two. Maybe even two. I have to look. I have had, because some of them are done, six reviews um, for books coming out on the second. Wow. That were like all due at the same time. Anyway, so we are going to share with you some of the books that we are most looking forward to. And as usual, we will take turns and kind of go around a few times until we run out of time. I was going to say until we run out of books, but we would be here for like that never two happens. days and no one would like it. So um, Sarah will start us off, followed by Jen, then Stacy, and then I will end the round and we will start all over again. So Sarah, are you ready? I'm ready. The first book I'm going to talk about is actually a series that I have not read yet, but when I saw the synopsis, it looked so interesting. And then Shannon the Amazing recommended it and said that she has read the first two. So now I know that it's going to be good. So I'm going to be talking about the third book in a trilogy by Rachel Vincent. But I'm not going to talk about that book because it will give away spoilers for the first two books. But the book that is coming out by Rachel Vincent on October 30th is called Fury. And it is the third book in the trilogy. The first book is called Menagerie. And it looks so fascinating to me. So <clears throat> it's about a woman named Delilah who goes to a carnival or circus, and she goes in as what they say is like a regular woman, and somehow they discover that she has some other worldly talents, and I don't know what those are because it didn't say that in the synopsis. But no one knows. Right. So this menagerie is made up of like mermaids and kelpies and lots of other creatures, um, phoenixes. I don't know if that's a plural, phoenixes. And <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't sound right coming out of my mouth. But phoenixes, and, I've never heard of more than one. Like no one ever says that. So I don't a know. phoenix. Okay. How about that? Okay. And they, they are forced to perform in this circus going town to town. And her, I'm pretending I'm doing air quotes. Her handler, which is what the book calls him, I guess is 
kind and strong. And that's all I know about him. But um, I hope that he plays into all three of the books. But so the first book in the series is called Menagerie. And that one's already out. But the one that I believe is the final book, because obviously the trilogy, so it'll be the third and final, is called Fury. And I looked at the synopsis for all three of them. I have them on my wish list for Audible. And I really want to be reading them all right now. But I'm going to wait till closer till the 30th, because I know I will gobble up both books in less than a week and then be sad because I have to wait for book three. So... The book coming out on the 30th by Rachel Vincent is called Fury, the final book in the Menagerie trilogy by Rachel Vincent. Those sound really awesome. I know. How have I not heard of these? I don't know. I have been waiting for this book since 2015. Like when the first one came out, I read it and I loved it. And then I had to wait two years for Spectacle. And then now I know. And now I'm waiting for this one. And it just seems so long. I'm kind of happy I'm late to the party because I will sit and I will binge and gobble them like candy. And I That's can't the best. wait. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I haven't read her yet. So, and she has, a, she has actually several series, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah she, she does. does. Yeah. She, yeah. Mm-hmm. The first book that I'm going to talk about is Under My Skin by Lisa Unger. This is a standalone of hers that is coming out on October 2nd. And in this book, we see Poppy, and Poppy's husband, Jack, has been killed. He was running in Riverside Park in Manhattan, and he was killed. And obviously, this sent her in a huge downward spiral of grief. And she takes off, and she loses time and goes into almost like a a fugue state. And she wakes up. She's wearing this dress she doesn't recognize. She doesn't know where she is. She doesn't know what has happened. She's lost several days' worth of time. And her husband's death goes into being a cold case. And she's const- she tries to move on, but she's, like, haunted by what happened to him and what, what happened during these lost days of hers and-, and what's going on. And so she starts trying to figure it out. And then she starts to realize that she thinks someone is following her. Oh. And the book goes on from there. And it just looks really twisty and good and creepy. And Lisa Unger has written some really amazing things. So I'm looking forward to this. Again, it is called Under My Skin by Lisa Unger. And it is due out on October 2nd. I'm sure that everyone is very surprised that my first book that I am twirling about with glee and I've been looking forward to for months, actually since I think March, is the first book in a new series by J.R. Ward about firefighters. Yay! And this book is called Consumed. And it is about um, an arson investigator named Anne and a bad boy firefighter named Danny. And there are fires being set all over the city where they live. And it is going to be up to them to kind of work together to kind of figure out what's going on while Anne is being stalked by a killer. And to add insult to injury or to add lust to whatever else, um, they had some sort of encounter um, in a previous, there's a a prequel that I haven't read yet um, called Wedding from Hell. And I'm going to read it just before I read Consumed when it comes out. Um, so it's a, it's a brand new series about firefighters. And it's, you know, I'm sure it's going to be smoking hot. Do you like my little, um, <laughs> my God. <laughs> and uh, so the book is called Consumed. And it comes out on October 2nd. And I don't have to 
feign having, or actually have the stomach flu in order to read it. Cause I will be home reading it absorbed in every word. So <laughs> I really wonder who they will get to narrate it. I have not seen <laughs> they it. They have four narrators. Yeah. There's four it. different ones reading it. Four. Jim Frangione is one of them. Um, Hillary Huber. Is she one of them? Oh, yes, I love is. Hillary Huber. I do too. Yep. And then there's two names I don't remember, but there's, there's like four narrators and it's just going to be. Why? I don't know. Cause I haven't read it, but um, well, I'm thinking one alternate. Per- you know, POV maybe. I don't know. One but for Anne. One for Denny. One for Danny. One for Anne's brother, whose name is escaping me. And apparently one for someone else that I can't figure out who it would be. Yeah. Okay. So, consumed. J.R. Ward comes out on October 2nd. Don't call me on that day because I will not answer my phone. Bye-bye. It's it's going to be really hard to go to work that day. I Maybe I might have to stay home and be ill. <laughs> so my first pick is a book that will kind of play into a conversation I have been having with Stacy kind of on and off about twin books. Because this is a twin book oh, no. where, where no twins good and one's die. Bad. No, no. Oh. Could. No twins die, and there are like there's not a good twin and a bad twin. There's a wow. secret twin. Oh, so this is called the Rule of One, and it is the first book in a young adult dystopian series of the same title, and it is by Ashley and Leslie Saunders. It comes out strangely enough on October first. Huh. Are they twins? Second. Are the authors twins? I don't know. That's what I want to know. Well, (laughs) I don't have that answer for you. (laughs) So this takes place in a society where overpopulation is a huge problem. And so people are only allowed to have one child. That's it. So our main character is a young woman named Ava. And Ava has a secret. Because Ava is not an only child. Ava has a twin named Mira. And so every day they switch places so that like one of them stays home and the other goes out into the world. And so they just pretend to be the same person, but they're not. And somehow their secret is uncovered and they are branded as traitors to society. And so they are now on the run and they're trying to like bring down this establishment that is only allowing people to have one child. So it looks very, very cool. I'm super excited about it. And again, it is The Rule of One by Ashley Saunders and Leslie Saunders, and it comes out on October 1st. So, yeah, you know my stance on young adult, but I think I may have to check this out. Looks interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I think it would be very hard as a twin to act like my sister and, like, remember everything she did. So, like, the next day when somebody saw me, but they really thought it was me from the day before because the (laughs) thing is I I know this is going to be a shock to many people but twins are often very different people (gasps) what I know (laughs) I find this so interesting these don't have that option (laughs) well no but I mean to be able to keep up that facade for years until you know they get to the age of the young adult novel like that would be hard like 17 Mm -hmm. or 18 wow 
Yeah, that would be really hard. I, yeah. I couldn't imagine doing yeah. that. I'm super excited to talk about my second book. Um, I screamed at work. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was kind of a muted shriek, but I um, am in kind of a cubicle area. Can you replicate it for us here in podcast no, Landia? I don't think so. Because it was kind of like a yelp, and it was kind of an <laughs> ugly sound. So <laughs> Janine Frost fills my entire heart with joy. And I don't know why, because I really don't like this character, but I am so excited this book is coming out. It's called Shades of Wicked. It's by Janine Frost. It's coming out on October 30th. And for people who are fans of Night Huntress, and cat and bones this book is about ian and he like i hate him and i love him because he's so like annoying and awful and great and (laughs) self-centered and i don't even know like he's not a character i usually like and when i found out this book was about ian i i kind of made this squawking yelping sound in my office and then was hoping nobody heard and um so the book is about Ian, who everybody loves to hate, I think. I, I think I'm right in saying that. I mean, Shannon, do you read Cat and Bones? Jan, do you guys? Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. do you agree with me? Like, there's yeah. just something about him. Like, I don't want to like him, but I always do. And so his soul is in jeopardy. It's being held by this demon named Dagon. And in order to, to get it released or get it back or whatever, he's got to work with these law guardians and we all know Ian is not very good at like playing by the rules or drawing the lines or following the law and this law guardian who comes to help him she really doesn't like Ian but she really hates Dagon the demon so she's kind of like well shoot if I can get rid of this demon and use Ian as bait and maybe kill two birds with one stone but the problem is as everybody knows even though we all kind of hate Ian and we love him, he's kind of like this sexy vampire. And so they begin to fall for each other. And so I am so excited to read this book again. It is called shades of wicked and it is by Janine Frost. And sadly it doesn't come out till October 30th. I've read a few of hers, not from that series, but I've read a few of hers. Oh, I've read cat and bones. Wait, excuse me. Is this where you say, thank you, Stacy. Thank you, Stacy. Stacy, thank you for for finding Janine Frost and telling me to read the series <clears throat> Cat and Bones. I feel better. Without you, I would be nothing. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so my next pick is also coming out on October 2nd. Please tell me I don't sound like I'm in a fan. No. I don't. Okay, good. Um, so my next pick is also coming out on October 2nd, and it is called A Lady's Guide to Petticoats and Piracy. Wait, can you say that again with a British accent, please? That would sound much better. (laughs) (laughs) And it's by Mackenzie Lee. And this book sounds so great. Okay, so this girl, woman, young woman, Felicity, wants to be a doctor, but um, everybody's like, because of the time period, people are like, oh, no, woman doctor? No, I don't think so. So then she, and she wants to avoid having to get married and do all the conventional things. So she finds out one of her friends is marrying this um, other doctor that it was a big, is a big like influencer. And she really idolizes in Germany. So she figures if she goes there, 
and, and meets this guy that he can help like influence and pay, help pay for way to get into medical school and all this stuff and kind of like um, beat the odds basically. But she doesn't know how she's going to get there. And this mysterious woman that she doesn't know offers to pay for her way to get to Germany um, as long as she lets her pose as her maid. And Felicity's like, well, this seems kind of shady, but all right. So she goes along with it. And then she ends up getting sucked into this huge quest that takes her like all over the place. And, and obviously she ends up dealing with pirates and things. And it sounds really great and really quirky and fun and historical. And I am really excited to read it. Again, it's called The Lady's Guide to Petticoats and Piracy by Mackenzie Lee. And it is out on October 2nd. All right, Jen. I guess I'm going to have to do it because you didn't. The Lady's Guide to Petticoats and Piracy. I mean, that's how you have to say the that's name of that. terrible. Book. I know, but that's, that's <laughs> a silly name, so it needs to be said You've got to fake... say it through your nose. Like an approving British accent. That what was awful. That other book called? I the, don't agree with the me. Something... The Shadow Wife. <laughs> <laughs> the Something Guide to Right and Virtue. Oh, what? Virtue? That is the, like, by the same author. Oh. Oh, yeah. The Gentleman's Guide to Vice and Virtue, yeah. Thank you. Gentleman's Guide, yes. Yep. The Gentleman's Guide to Vice and Virtue. Gentleman's Guide to Vice and Virtue. See. Okay. The next book that I'm going to talk about um, also comes out on October 2nd, and it's by an author that I have not read before, but it is the first in a series, and it is, it looks, I mean, when someone compares a book to Game of Thrones and The Gladiator, like all rolled into one, how can you ignore that? So the book is called Kill the Queen, Crown of Shards, book one, and the author is Jennifer Estep. And basically what happens in this book is there is um, all this intrigue in some mythical kingdom and um, a, a young woman, a cousin of the throne, um, kills everyone, takes over, becomes the queen. And there is a, um, a young woman who is 17th in line to inherit the throne and, and has not demonstrated any magical ability. But in order to sort of save the kingdom, she kind of has to step up as one does and kill the queen. So she has to kind of learn how to be a gladiator. Um, and I'm not sure if she's going to, you know, develop any hidden magic talents. I don't know that. But what I do know is that she's going to have to fight for the right to the throne and kill the current queen in order to save the kingdom. So I'm very excited about this book. It looks like it's going to be a very promising start to an interesting series. And again, the title is Kill the Queen, Crown of Shards, book one by Jennifer Estep. I love Jennifer Estep. I've never read anything by her. I'm going to have to check her books out. Oh, The Elemental Assassin. Yeah. You love told it so much. me. Yes. The writing is sort of repetitive. Like, I'm kind of tired of hearing about, like, the five places on your body that you can carry a knife. But, <laughs> but aside from that, like, I love her magic system. I love her world building. She's amazing. Everyone should go out and read Elemental Assassin now. Well, not now because we're recording, but after okay okay i'll dash so, out and all buy right <laughs> so my next pick is death is not enough <laughs> by karen rose this is I love the, her. 
Yes. This is the sixth book in her Baltimore series and the 21st book in her sort of long-running romantic suspense that is set in various cities across the United States. Um, I do recommend that people read at least the the first like five Baltimore books before they read this, but not necessarily like all of the other cities. I mean, unless you just really love her, you want to. Um, so this is about a woman named Gwyn. And Gwyn has had feelings for this friend of hers for a very long time. His name is Thomas Thorne, and he is an attorney. But somebody is out to ruin his life, and he wakes up one morning, and there is the dead body of a stranger in his bed. Yeah. And obviously he is being framed for her murder. And so Gwen and a bunch of other people that are characters from previous books kind of come in and try to figure out what's going on. I love the way Karen Rose writes groups of friends. Um, like it's like I want to hang out with her characters. I want them to be like my friend group because it's just an incredible sense of family, of warmth, of this unconditional acceptance that's so amazing. And she also writes very, very long, very addictive suspense. Yes. So I love her so, so much. I'm very excited to read this. It again is Death is Not Enough, Baltimore, number six, Romantic Suspense, number 21, by Karen Rose. And it comes out on October 2nd. The thing about Karen Rose, I don't read suspense anymore. I don't love it, but I, I love get scared, her. But I love her too. Her writing is so compelling and she really gets into the killer's mind in a lot of her books, yes. which I find interesting. And just the way that she writes these down to earth, like average people who go through these really intense experiences. She is, I, I love her so much. She is the author that the last book I read, and I couldn't even tell you what it was because I, I, I can't read a lot of scary books like suspense like could happen books anymore but the last one I read I was like all wrapped up in my bed reading in the middle of the night and I screamed like I don't remember I went, <laughs> and it was I had a baby and I woke up the baby and it was just it was it was not well done on my part but her books when I do read books like suspense books or you know books with killers in them i i always go back to karen rose because her books are so good yeah and her romance is hot and believable i like i yes. just like everything about her yes she's amazing yep. so the next book i'm going to talk about is actually not coming out on october 30th because every one of my other books is coming out october 30th it is called shadow and ice and it's by gina shawalter and I don't know a ton about this. This is a new series for her, and it's Shadow and Ice, Gods of War, book one. But this is what I know. So there is a god, an ancient warrior, who fights all these battles. And he's a god, but evidently he's a slave to this king. So he has these slave bands on, and he has to do like one more quest and then he'll be free but of course unfortunately there is a monkey wrench thrown into his plans which is this 
street, how did it say it? Streetwise, but very kind um, woman who is on a vacation to like an Arctic vacation with her foster sister. And somehow she comes upon all of these ancient gods in a cave fighting this, they're fighting. And somehow inadvertently she gets thrown into this war with this God who's trying to get his freedom. And this girl is technically his enemy. I don't know why. On to her and he has to decide if he wants to live and give up his slave bands or die for her. Die for love. I know. And it's, so Gina Showalter, um, I love a lot of her books. Um, and I'm very interested in trying this new series. So I hope it's going to be really great. Again, it is coming out on October 30th. No, and not. it's, oh, I'm sorry. It's not coming out October 30th. It's coming out October 23rd and it is called Shadow and Ice and it's Gods of War, book one. So when you say she's streetwise but kind, would another descriptor be plucky? Would she be a plucky? <laughs> or intrepid? Intrepid. Or I don't know. Maybe it wasn't streetwise but kind. Maybe it was it was streetwise and then it said something else. Like So like we knew she was nice. I can't remember exactly what it said, but it was like where I kind of giggled to myself like, ooh, um, a little bit... Um, you know, assertive yet gentle, yes. you know? Yes. Well, it sounds like a very good series. I'm excited about it. Me too. I have an arc of this um, that I haven't gotten to yet, but hopefully sometimes. Text me soon. and tell me if it's good. Cause I think it's going to be great. <laughs> I will do it. My next pick again is coming out on October 2nd, but not everything I have picked for today is, but <laughs> it so happens. The first three are, um, and this one is the latest offering from Diane Chamberlain, who is amazing. Yay! I know. And it's called The Dream Daughter. She writes these wonderfully, uh, wonderful character-driven fiction novels. And this looks like no exception. So in this one, um, it is 1970. And we see Caroline Sears. And she has a daughter. And she finds out her daughter has a heart defect. But um, a very close family friend of hers, Hunter, is a physicist. And he thinks there's something that can be done. Um, and so she's like, okay, I'm going to take a chance and figure out what, you know, see what you have to say about this. And the story goes on from there. There, there wasn't a ton of information in the synopsis. Um, but I'm excited to read it because I think her premise, her premises, is that a word? Um, are really <laughs> great. And I've just enjoyed so many of her novels so much. Um, and I'm just looking forward to seeing what else she has up her sleeve. Again, this is called The Dream Daughter and it is by, by Diane Chamberlain and it is due out on the omnipresent date of October 7th. <laughs> she has been super secretive about this on social media. Like usually she talks up her mm-hmm. books pretty well. Um, yeah. And this one, she talks about, like, you know, she's she's writing it, it's almost out, but she does not say a lot other than that, so mm-hmm. I'm very Well, yeah, it's not just didn't give a lot away either. No, no, it didn't. Mm-hmm. So. I have loved the story of Anne of Green Gables since I was about eight. I'll yes. never forget, I sat down with my twin and my mom, 
and we watched it. And maybe even my dad. Our dad. It with us. He, it's his it. favorite. It's his favorite. <laughs> and um, I read all the books and I just, I've always been a huge fan of Anne Shirley and her world and Green Gables and the town of Avonlea. And I found out a little while ago that there was going to be a book released in October and it is called Marilla of Green Gables by Sarah McCoy. And I immediately started getting heart palpitations because I always get very <laughs> nervous when someone else wants to jump into someone else's universe and play with their characters. Um, and so this book, I'm going to tell you the synopsis first and then I'm going to tell you what I did. So this book, um, again, it's Marilla of Green Gables. It's by Sarah McCoy. It's coming out on the 25th, 23rd of October. And it's going to kind of begin when Marilla Cuthbert is about 13 and her mother dies um, in childbirth. And so she becomes basically the, the farm wife of Green Gables and kind of um, it goes through how she struggles with, you know, does she want to kind of fit into the mold of farm wife and small town Avonlea? Or does she want to go off into the wider world and, you know, be part of all these different political intrigues and, and things like that? And Marilla? Back home, yeah, Marilla. Yeah. And, and back home, she has John Blythe, who we all know is the father of Gilbert Blythe, and that is her sweetheart. And so it, this book is about her sort of, um, I'm kind of picturing it as a coming-of-age story and how she becomes the woman that we know um, when Anne meets her years later. And I had just a significant amount of trepidation about this book because the last time I read a book like this, it was the sequel to Gone with the Wind by Alexander Ripley called Scarlet. I read it um, years ago. Yes. And in high school, it was cool, but I know now I would not like it. No. Um, however, this author, Sarah McCoy, I thought, well, maybe it'll make me feel better if I read something else by her. So um, in under a week, I read her other two novels, The Baker's Daughter and The Mat Maker's Children, and they were so ridiculously addictive that I finished them in record time and I loved the writing and she had just a beautiful voice and a beautiful way of drawing me into these characters' lives and to make me really care about them. And so I have decided that I will put my faith in her and my trust in her and I'm going to read Marilla of Green Gables by Sarah McCoy, which will be released on October 23rd. It is so definitely worth the read. Um, I read it just last weekend actually and it is not you're not going to feel like lm montgomery wrote it um but that's it probably is, good yeah but it's, it's wonderful in, in its own way but i have to know is rachel in it yes oh <laughs> yes you get to see rachel as like this sort of bossy, like, busybody-ish teenage girl. So oh, nothing really nothing, nothing's changed. No. <laughs> no, she just hasn't, like, perfected the art to the level that we uh, saw it when Anne met her. The series means so much to me that, you know, it was, it was a scary prospect for me to think of trusting anybody else with that world. And it, I think in this author's hands, she's going to just pay homage to the world that Ella Montgomery created, you know, years ago. So I'm very excited to read it. Me too. 
I have no segue whatsoever. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My next novel is historical. Maybe that sort of ties it in. It does. Um, So my next pick is The Lighthouse Keeper's Daughter by Hazel Gaynor. And I really, really love her writing. I love her dual timeline novels. And this one is set on the coast of England in 1838, and then in Rhode Island in 1938. So in 1838, we meet Grace, who is the daughter of a lighthouse keeper. And there's a terrible storm, and she and her father go out in this little tiny rowboat, I'm not quite sure how they managed it, and rescued some people from this terrible shipwreck that happened as a result of the storm. And Grace becomes like an overnight sensation as much as that is possible, like without you know, news as we know it today. Um, and she, she never wanted to be a heroine. She considers this like just something that she did because you know, her family runs the lighthouse and it's what you're supposed to do. In 1938, we meet Matilda, who is 18 years old and pregnant um, without being married. She has come to Rhode Island from Ireland to stay with a relative that she's never met. And her plan is to give up her baby for adoption and then go back to Ireland. Um, Harriet, who is the relative she's staying with, is the keeper of a lighthouse in Rhode Island. And she has some ties to Grace um, from 1838. And it turns out that Matilda does as well. So this was a really enchanting novel. I'm hoping that everyone will read it when it comes out on October 9th. I read an early copy of it and I'm so glad I did. It is utterly amazing. Um, It's definitely on par with the rest of her writing. And again, it is The Lighthouse Keeper's Daughter by Hazel Gaynor and it comes out on October 9th. I will have to check this out. I'm sort of obsessed with dual timeline right now. So it's, it'll be on my almost here. Yep. I will have to check it out. So I really promise you that I read more than paranormal books, (laughs) but all four of my books for October are paranormal. But I was very excited that Nalini Singh has another book coming out in her Archangels series. This one is, again, Jen. So, Jen, all your books are coming out on the 2nd. All of mine, except for one, are coming out on the 30th. (laughs) This book is Archangels Prophecy. I believe it is book 11. And this book looks really interesting. It sounds like there's a lot of things in turmoil right now. So, again, it is every few books she goes back to writing about the people that started the series, Elena and Raphael. And Elena was the first human in a long time for an archangel memory to be made into an angel. And she's, it's, it's failing. Like her wings are failing. She's kind of regressing back towards being a human again all these angel powers and all of these you know she can fly and 
they don't really know why is this happening. Something's happening to her to make her regress. There is um, an archangel in China who appears to be going mad. There's upheaval, like, all over the place. And they're afraid Elena is going to fall from the sky when she flies. So that is all I know about Archangel's prophecy. But it's by Nalini Singh. So it's going to be awesome, I, I feel. <laughs> and it, <laughs> it is book 11. And it will be released on October 30th. So this means that for the entire month of October... I will be buying credits like every two days because there are so many books coming out that I will have to buy like 24 credits in order to get them all. But I'm really excited about, about all four of these books. It's a good problem to have. I know. I've never had the problem where I go, Oh, I have too many credits. Whatever shall I do? Like whenever I get them, they're gone. Yes. (laughs) Yes. They go away much too quickly. Audible credits. My next pick is one that I actually realized I forgot to put the publication date down for. Um, but hopefully it's not from the second. I don't think it is. Um, <laughs> and it is A Fatal Promise, D.I. Kim Stone, book nine by Angela Marsons. I'm really excited because I love this series so much. Um, I talked about the series a couple weeks ago um, on our school and boarding school episode. Um, This is a long-running series. The 10th book is actually being worked on right now, from what I understand, from Twitter. And um, this is about a uh, tough um, detective inspector who is actually really caring underneath her exterior. And the thing I love about the series is we find out all these interesting things um, and there's a lot of growth amongst the ensemble cast of characters and we find out why Kim the main character is the way she is and we find out things about her team and the characters are very dynamic and very real um, as well as there being like good mysteries happening where there's a lot of depth of character and connection that happens and so it's not just like you know here's a thriller thing that happens and this other thing and this other thing so we actually have a lot of caring in connection with characters too. Um, so in this book, so I have to directly quote from the synopsis for this first part because it creeped me out so much. Um, oh. So the beginning of the synopsis goes, eeny, meeny, miny, <laughs> who oh. lives, who dies, only I know. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Oh, I just almost picked my feet up off the floor. Like I just, my whole skin just crawled. I know, it's so creepy. <laughs> So it really creeped me out, but I was intrigued still because I love mysteries and I love this series. So, um, and this is a series you absolutely do need to read in order. I will say that because some series you can pick up at different places and it's fine. But in this series, there's a lot of changes and things that happen with the characters and, and, and hinging things that happen plot wise. So this, this is a series you definitely have to read in order. Um, so this one follows on the heels of what happened in the last one. And in the last one, something very tragic took place. So they're still kind of reeling from that event. And they are asked to look into this case. This doctor was killed um, that is in conjunction with a previous case from the previous book. And so Kim shows up and she's trying to figure out what's going on. And then the same doctor's like son is killed seemingly in an act or not killed. I'm sorry, injured 
seemingly in an accident. And then another body shows up and they're trying to figure out like what is happening and who is doing all this. And the story goes on from there. Um, sounds very creepy, very atmospheric, very good. And I'm really excited to read it. Um, and it is called A Fatal Promise, D.I. Kimstone, book nine by Angela Marsons. And she is just an incredible mystery author. If you love mysteries, if you love British mysteries, if you love a really solid, well-written, uh, well-plotted, um, long-running mystery series, I highly, highly recommend the Kim Stone, Kim Stone series. And I don't remember the pub date of this. I thought I wrote it down, but I apparently did not. In I don't my actually statement. remember either. I'm just going to guess it's not October 2nd, so I don't seem to No, I don't think it is. <laughs> <laughs> I have a secret that I have been mostly unwilling to share with everyone, but I feel compelled today to kind of tell you my secret. In a and public secret, forum? In a public forum, so everyone <laughs> knows my secret. It will, it will no longer, no longer be, a be a secret, and I can no longer hide from the truth. So... I like to project that I am a woman with a heart of stone. I don't have a lot of emotion. If you see me cry, you should count yourself like completely honored. And so I, I like to pretend that all things sappity wappity do not at all move me. We are we so are. opposite. And then there are about six weeks out of the year where I just revert to this person who I don't really know. And I just spend day upon day listening and reading all of these holiday set romances. And it's very perplexing because any other time of the year, I would be gagging on my vomit because they are so sappy. I wouldn't know what to do with myself. Huh. And yet, and yet. <laughs> so the, one of the, the books coming out on October 30th is called Snowfall on Lighthouse Lane by Joanne Ross. And oh. it is the third in her get ready for this honeymoon harbor series so just saying the name right now because it's not the six weeks of the year i sort of want to cringe honeymoon harbor but anyway and this in this book and i'm very excited about it because i do love all things holiday themed romance for a little window of time and in this book um we um return to the town of honeymoon harbor um which is probably as sweet and idyllic as it sounds and there is a, a woman there who was, um, her name's Jolene, and she's returning um, to Honeymoon Harbor because her mother um, is having a, as they call it, a cancer scare. And so she's coming home to kind of be with her mother during a time of stress and trial. Um, and when she arrives home, she realizes that her first love, and I'm blanking on his name, but he's back in town. And he is a, of course, he's a Marine. Um, because that's so often the case in these holiday themed novels. And he is a Marine. He's back in town. And even though he was considered the bad boy of the town, he's now the interim police chief, um, which is very ironic to him and everyone else in town. And the two of them together, they have a secret. Their secret is not that they secretly love sappy holiday novels. They have a secret that we, the readers, do not yet know. Um, but as snow begins to fall on the town of Honeymoon Harbor, can first love be given a second chance? And this book, my friends, is called Snowfall on, oh my God. <laughs> this, book, my, this book, my friends, is called Snowfall on Lighthouse Lane and it's by Joanne Ross. 
and the book comes out on October 30th. And I just have to say, I do read Joanne Ross um, periodically, and I have been since probably the late 90s, early, just, you know, probably almost 20 years. And I do very much enjoy her books. So I am, despite the fact that I'm making a bit of a mockery of all things sappity-wappity about this book, I am, I am looking forward to reading it. I really want to know if there's a town somewhere with the unfortunate title or name, I guess, of Honeymoon Harbor. <laughs> Probably. There has to I be. just think, you know, it's in the, it's in the, um, what, Pacific Northwest, I think, um, yeah, somewhere. Yeah, I think that synopsis yeah. said it is. Yeah. Yeah. So they'll have good coffee that's right. and a lot of like organic, uh, organic food that's stores. That's right. I think it's going to be a nice place to visit. I like the sappy towns I'm every once in a while. I'm super excited to read it. I saw it. Yeah, it's it's going to be a fun, good holiday romp. Building snowmen, drinking hot romp. chocolate, singing Christmas songs, kumbaya, and uh, <laughs> probably a whole town trying to get these long lost lovers back together. I mean, I could just twirl. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't really like Christmas. I like death. Right. <laughs> what? <laughs> right. Like death. It's great. Murder. Suffering. Oh. It's good. No. Yes. No. Yes. Okay. So my last pick is The Witch Elm by Tana French. Oh, I can't wait and to read this, this. I know. This is her very first standalone novel. She has written six um, related novels in a series called The Dublin Murder Squad. And this is her first standalone. And I'm so excited. Um, basically, it's about this man named Toby, and he is attacked, I think, and he finds, like, after he's attacked, he comes home like, to his childhood home to heal up, and there's a skeleton that he finds, and Ugh. I purposely did not read um, a ton about this book because I was afraid that I would accidentally, like, spoil myself, <laughs> and I hate, hate, hate when I do that makes me so mad so I basically just sort of decided that it's a ton of French and I've really enjoyed all of her books in the past so this one just has to be super great as well um, I looked at it on audio and it is 22 beautiful hours long yes. and I don't think it's going to be sappy and it won't be Christmas time probably <laughs> and so that is really good and so that, again, is The Witch Elm by Tana French, and it comes out on October 9th. So those are just some, just some, of the fabulous things coming out in October. We have so many more that we could tell you about, but as I said before, we would be here way too long and no one would like it. So we're going to leave it here for now. Um, as always, you can get a hold of us in a couple of ways. You can find us on Facebook by searching Book Bistro Podcast. You can, if you are a listener to this podcast, you can join our Facebook group, which is Book Bistro. Um, it's very quiet right now, but hopefully as people find out about the podcast, the group will become more active. We are hoping for this. You can also send us an email at thebookbistropodcast at gmail.com. Again, thebookbistropodcast at gmail.com. 
um, definitely feel free to leave us a rating or review on whatever platform you choose to listen. You can see a list of all of the platforms that you can find us on by visiting anchor.fm slash book hyphen bistro. I want to say thank you to Jen, Stacy, and Sarah for chatting with me about so many great bookities this evening. Thanks as always to Christine goes out for her stellar editing work, making this podcast sound um, a little bit less ridiculous to all of you than it does um, <laughs> as we're actually Trust making me, it. <laughs> um, yes, you, you would be, I think, sort of appalled by some of the things that happen here. Or fascinating. Or amused, actually, I think. Yes, it, it's probably a, a matter of perspective. Anyway, I hope everyone has a fantastic week full of fabulous bookities, because what else can there be? And we will be back next week to chat with you about more fantastic things that we have been reading and loving. Everyone take care, and of course, happy reading. Good night, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.